0: You need to be someone who is making quick decisions that stretch you, that grow you, that force you to become a bigger version of yourself. Why are you stuck in indecision? That is the topic for today's podcast. Why are you constantly saying you want something, some end goal, but can't decide what your first step is, what to do next. You look at the options and you don't know which path to take. There's confusion. There's even overwhelm. What should I do? What should I do first? Which course should I take? It all seems so overwhelming and there's a potential hazard, potential pain making any decision. So you end up in confusion, in indecision. When there's confusion, there's a lie. I want you to write that down. I want you to fiercely remember that. I want you to impress that into your memory, into your thinking. Where there's confusion, there is a lie. We live in an easy and abundant universe. So when you are in confusion, you are in a lie. You are in a state of misunderstanding, ignorance, telling yourself a story, not being clear on the laws of the universe, and it causes confusion. It causes you to be working at counter purposes to the way the universe is designed. It is an ordered, easy and abundant universe. This is an indication that you are telling yourself a lie, telling yourself, thinking, believing, repeating a story that is not true. There's a part of you that knows that. There's that confusion stems from a part of you that knows something isn't right about the way I'm looking at this, but that part can't see it for itself because the lie is so ingrained. It's so much part of you. It's so impressed into your programming. So built into your self image, your self image is so key. It determines everything that you are able to do. It determines everything that you are able to see. It determines your perception of the opportunities that you are faced with. Yet, you know, you know that, so your self image is so key. And yet, if you are not getting the results that you want, if you are looking and saying, I've done pretty well, and yet I want more, I have not achieved what I want, or this part of my life, this part is a mess. This part is frustrating. I have regret here. I'm not living up to my own standard here. I am not executing at the level that I really want to be executing at. I'm not making the kind of money that I want to be that I want to be making. The results that you're getting are not what you truly desire. Then you know that your self-image has not kept up with your desires for what you want to achieve in this one life that we live. It is not kept up with the potential that you have to execute at the highest level and live an extraordinary life. So you have to work on your self-image. Let's go back to decisions. Decisions and quick decisions are one of the key attributes of successful people. In decision, the inability to come two decisions quickly that call you forward into more, not just decisions that keep you safe and same playing at the same level. Let's make it very abundantly clear. If you are making decisions like what to make for dinner, or you're making decisions that are in your business, but are not challenging you, they're the kinds of decisions that you've always made. I order this. Yes, I got that order in. Yes, I... Uh, Responded to the email like this. Yes, I'm doing this in this way. Those are little decisions, but they are not stretching you. They are not causing you to grow. They are at the same level. You need to be someone who is making quick decisions that stretch you, that grow you, that force you to become a bigger version of yourself. Now, Napoleon Hill, who wrote Think and Grow Rich, the book on success mindset, it has created more millionaires in this world than any other teaching out there, says this about decision. And he has an entire chapter on decision, but his teaching on it is throughout every chapter of this book because it's so critical. He says here, analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions promptly and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. And listen up, this next sentence is key. People who fail to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often. The habit of, it's a habit You guys, it's a habit of reaching decisions, if at all, slowly and changing these decisions quickly. I'm going to do this. No, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to say yes over here. This is what I really want. No, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should do this instead. Maybe this thing that's smaller, that isn't as big of stretch, that doesn't cost, cost me as much time or money. And really you're always investing time and money, but people have the misconception that it's a cost. It's always an investment if you have a growth mindset, if you're always going for more. You have the misconception that you need to shrink. That is so at counter purposes to success and accumulating great wealth. So back to the lie. So what might this lie be when you're in the confusion of what kind of decision should I make here? And by the way, indecision is a decision. Indecision is saying, I have decided to stay in confusion. I have decided to stop. I have decided to be someone who doesn't make decisions. I have decided to be someone who isn't willing to take a risk. I have decided to be someone who's going to shrink from life instead of step forward into life. Not making a decision is a decision in favor of smallness. And I'm calling you out on that. Because it is so critical for you to see this. So is procrastination. Putting off a decision is a type of indecision. Saying, I'll do it later. I'm going to do this now, this small piece, this this incremental thing now. Even though I really want this this big thing, even though I know that this is what I want, I'm not going to do that yet because I'm going to stay in confusion, in fear, in scarcity thinking. You must hold yourself to a higher standard and make a quick decision now in favor of what you truly desire. Procrastination, putting something off till later, saying I'll do that later is a type of indecision. You know you want it now. I'll do it later says, "Uh, I'm not going to really decide in favor of myself. Okay, back to the lie. So what might this lie be? There are a number of things going on here. So listen up and see what lands for you. They all might land for you. All, all of the things that I've been talking about, you might be going, you might be nodding your head and going, yep, I've done that. Yep, I've done that. That's great. I wanna just say to you, if you are someone who is listening and receiving this with that level of truth and transparency with yourself, that level of honesty about yourself, you are on the right track. Now you need to make decisions in favor of what you truly want. Now you have to take different actions, not just listen and be someone who's like, Oh yeah, I've done that. We've all done these things, but in order to go to the next level as quickly as you can, because we've got one life. And if you keep putting off things, if you keep staying in indecision, you waste this life. I am not going to lie to you. You waste this life. So the best thing that you can do is go, wow, I've been doing this and I'm going to make a decision to change, which means I'm going to make different kinds of decisions. And you keep holding yourself to higher and higher standards. Do not shut off and say, I've never done that because you know you have. Okay. And do not say that's not important to me, or that's not happening. That doesn't happen that frequently to me, or that doesn't really have an impact on my life. I'm telling you, this is one of the key. I'm going to say probably one of the top three keys to creating success for yourself. You must make decisions from a place you want to be, not from the place you are now. You have to call yourself forward. You have to to hold yourself to that higher standard. So if right now you are someone who constantly says, I'll do that later, I've decided to do that tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. I'm going to put off this thing that I want until next year. That holds you back. That is not how to close the gap on time. You must decide now it speeds things up. It's, it closes the gap. It says this year, not next year. Okay. So let's see, you got to get honest. That's really important. And, and this was something I had to do for myself. I just want to w- say out loud that I am teaching the path that I took. And I'm not saying that I'm better than you. In fact, I am still in this process. I know what I want. And if I don't get the results that I want in the time frame that I want, then I hold myself to a higher standard. What is the decision that I have to make now? How do I have to show up differently? Who do I need to be? What is my self-image that is keeping me at the same level versus going to the next level? Because self-image is so Critical. Okay. Looking at your results and being honest about where you're at does not stop. You know, I I cross the six-figure mark doing this. I cross the seven-figure mark doing this. I keep going to higher levels in my business. It keeps getting better and better, but it does not stop. I constantly look at the results. I'm getting the results my company is getting, both in my personal life and my business life. And I ask myself, what is the self-image that I'm holding that is keeping me stuck at this level? How do I change it? I know that mechanism now. I know exactly how to do that. That's something that I teach quite in depth in the Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass. So if you're listening and you're going, wow, I, I need to learn this, now is the time to reach out to me because it starts now we're enrolling now and you must change your self-image. This is so critical and you must master this. This is not one and done. It took me years to master this. I have shortcutted it, shortcutted it. Is that a word? I have, I've created a program that allows people to do that faster than you ever thought possible. And that's Amazing, but you never stop out, step out of the process. I am still in the process of looking at my results, linking them up to my self-image, seeing what that is, recognizing how I need to change it, and then making different decisions that reflect where I want to be, not where I am now. That's part of changing your self-image. And and let's talk about self-image in case you don't know the critical aspects of this. So self-image is the your identity how you see yourself to be it's who you are and it was created when you were very young and your subconscious mind was a sponge receiving everything from the environment around you you did not have the ability to reject anything under the age of some people say 9 some people say 12 but in in that very early childhood phase. And you absorbed all the beliefs from the people around you. And you created meaning based on your experiences. So let's say you had the experience of wanting something. Hey, mom. Hey, dad, I want a new pair of shoes. And they look at you and they give you the stink eye because they don't have enough money for a new pair of shoes or they just bought you a new pair of shoes and they have a belief system that you don't need more than one pair of shoes that's frivolous. And they give you the stink eye and they say, you can't always have what you want. They say, that's a nice idea, honey. But you feel energetically that they're in panic because they don't have enough money to buy you everything that you want. So you get this mixed message that says it's not something's wrong mom feels bad right now kids pick up on those that energy mom feels bad right now and you don't want mom feel, to feel bad mom is who gives you everything in this world she's the love of your life and you don't want her to feel bad as a child we know that our safety comes from that love flowing between mother and child because that's how we know that our needs are going to be taken care of. Our food, shelter, and belonging is going to be taken care of. And if that love isn't there, we don't think we're safe. So, you know, we ask for something and there's this mixed message back, and we think, well, mom can't be wrong because mom is a mother. The mother god is where all good things come from. So, I'm going to make myself wrong and you create the meaning that asking for things is wrong and you create the self image and listen up here that you, you are not someone who is allowed to have nice things. You are not someone who gets what she wants. You are not someone who receives and think about how this, think about how this connects now to your life whether you're in business or working and working for yourself, or whether you are working for someone else, you want something. Maybe it's new clients. Maybe it's more money. Maybe it's a, a job promotion. Maybe it's a b- more plum project at work. You want something. But if you feel like you are someone who doesn't is not worthy of having things, does not get what she wants, your self-image will drive all your decisions. It will drive how you see the world. It will cause you not to ask for that raise, not to have a conversation with that person who's in charge of the plum project. It won't even put it on the radar for you as a possibility. It will cause you to say, I'm not allowed to invest in my business in this way. I'm not allowed to invest in myself this way. I am not deserving of having what I want, even though I want it. It's too expensive. Okay. It's too, it's bigger than I am. It's not for me. That that's not for me. How many times have you said something like that? Oh, that's too much. Or that's, that's not for me. So you have to really recognize that your self image is what's driving your ability to see opportunities and the ability for you to see what's possible for yourself and to even have the potential of making a powerful decision in favor of yourself. So if you get a glimmer of what you want, the best thing you can do is make a decision in favor of that as quickly as you can. Because if you decide quickly, you can circumvent the way your self-image brings you right back down to size, right back down to that old, understanding of who you are. When you make a quick decision in favor of who you want to be in favor of who you know you you, you consciously you're, you're going after, you circumvent the self-image and better yet, you build a new self-image. You build an image of someone who actually does those things and this spirals up. But it requires that you make quick decisions. So let's play this out even further. There are a lot of people who see themselves as smart and on it as doers and achievers, but are really afraid of making decisions. Okay. That was certainly me for many years. I thought I was all that and more, right? You know, I'm not too proud to say that. And, and yet I was afraid to make buying decisions. It was, I I couldn't hide from the results the, the things that were actually happening in my life, I was afraid to make buying decisions. A Very simple example of this was when I would go shopping, say on Amazon or yeah, Amazon is a great uh, example of this, but it could be in any store. It could be any buying decision. And I would do price comparison for like a, a $15 item. Is this one where I'm going to save for $0.35 cents better than this one? And I would spend an hour doing that that kind of price shopping. You know what that hour could have been spent doing? It could have been spent making money, much more money than the $0.35 cents or the $2 or the $10 that I would save. I was in scarcity. and And I was behaving in a way that proved that I did not know how to master money, that I did not know the role of money, that I thought it was going to run out, okay? Now, I'm not saying don't make smart money decisions for yourself, but you have to look at what, how you're making buying decisions and what it's representative of. Is it representative of scarcity? Is it representative of you not knowing how to create money? If it is, then you have to actually go learn how to create money. You have to go learn how to be the master of money. And it came out in me saying to myself, I can't have that. That's too expensive. Because why? Because it didn't line up with my own self image. That's too much for me. I can't do that. That thing that I want Because I'm not worthy of that. Because my self-image says that's not what people like us do. Yet you want it. You want it really badly. You can feel the desire. And that desire is clear. And it's a clear calling forward. This is how Spirit Source, the universe, calls you forward into your purpose, into your growth, and onto your path. And it never stops. But here's the thing. It's not who the good girl in your family was. She just wasn't someone who asked for a lot of things or had pretty things. That's your self-image and it's driving all your decisions. And maybe it's not about things. Maybe it's about education. Maybe it's about training. Maybe it's about getting the help you need. Maybe it's about getting the support you need. Maybe it's about who's in your relationships, the kind of people you surround yourself with but it's based on someone else's belief system. Generally speaking, that's your mother and father. You were conditioned to think it wasn't okay, safe, good to want what you wanted. So what happens now when you want something? Your desire is in conflict with your self-image. Yet you want something, you do, whether that's pretty close, something for your business, like coaching to help you break through, or get to the next level more rapidly, or team to support you, or a marketing initiative that's going to raise your visibility, but it's going to require your time, your effort, and your money. What you want, when you want something, it is calling you forward. There's a desire. Desire is causative. It's actually how we know what are the next steps. It's very clear. And once you get this, you'll never get stuck by indecision again. You'll never go back because you will know that if you keep following your, your, excuse me, if you keep following your desires and not getting stuck in indecision, so making quick decisions in favor of your desires, you will stay in growth and you will close the gap on time and achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible. You will follow your desires quickly and courageously. And this is the path to success. Just as Napoleon Hill says, this is not to say that you will always get immediate results that you had intended from the decision you made. Sometimes you make a decision and you learn something incredibly powerful. And if you keep deciding in favor of growth, not retreating, you move forward so quickly. Okay. So you might make a quick decision to buy something on Amazon. It's not the exact right thing. You made the, the decision and you bought the cheaper thing and it turned out not to work really well. And you realize then that you, you didn't follow your intuition, which was to buy this other thing. You made the quick decision to buy the cheaper thing. Now, you know, if you're honest with yourself, follow your intuition, great feedback, That is your cybernetic mechanism giving you feedback. Oh, I'm learning. I can course correct here. I need to follow my intuition. And then the next buying decision you make, boom, I follow my intuition and I get better and better and better at this and it becomes seamless. But you can't get to seamless. You can't get to easy, abundant, uncomplicated, amazing, extraordinary life where it feels awesome to make quick decisions until you start making quick decisions. Okay. You must start. You must start. You must start both with the small things and the large things. Do not be afraid to make large decisions. You must do this. Okay. All of this is calling you forward to growth and, and in order not to get stuck in the lie that if I make a mistake, that's a problem or wrong. If, if you just keep making those decisions, you won't be stuck in that lie and you will achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible. Let's take a minute to talk about why mistakes are the fastest way to achieve your goal and success. It seems absurd, right? Don't we want to avoid mistakes at all costs? Isn't that how we lose, get hurt, cause ourselves regret. Nope. It's actually how you achieve your goals more quickly. Now I just explained this, but I want to go over it again. Your cybernetic mechanism is in place to help you get the results that your self-image says are possible for you. So you, one, you must change your self-image so that you are moving towards a different goal. And then your cybernetic mechanism, which is this mechanism inside of us that course corrects. It's like when you have set the coordinates in a missile to a hit a specific target, it's going to go a little left. It's going to go a little right, but it's going to keep course correcting until it hits that target. Okay. It's going to adjust for, for friction, for wind flow, for, for, um, all sorts of different things in the environment, and it's going to keep course correcting. That's the cybernetic mechanism to get to that target. You function the same way. Your target is your self-image that was set when you were very young until you learn how to change it, and you will keep making decisions based on that self-image until you learn how to change it. You change where you're going, your self-image, your goal, and you make a decision based on where you want to be, not based on where you are now. You make a decision based on who you want to be, not on who you are now. That's how you, you change the direction of that missile, if you will. And then you have to really reinforce it over and over and over again. And you're, you're going to make little mistakes along the way sometimes big mistakes. But if you have a, a burning desire and it's it's impressed into your, your beingness and it's a ferocious desire, meaning you're so completely committed to it, you will make mistakes, but you will eventually get there. Now, what about for those of you who don't have a burning desire yet? who don't have something that they're ferociously going after. I get that because that was me in the beginning. You must still make better decisions for yourself, quicker decisions for yourself from a place of being like, just, just start thinking, I am someone who makes faster decisions. That can be the one thing that you take away from this podcast that will change your self image and get you out of being stuck in indecision. Start making every decision that is in front of you faster. Like now, like not tomorrow, like not in 20 minutes, but now. And it can be small decisions. What we have for dinner, what shoes I'm wearing today, whether I'm doing this course or not, whether I'm doing this or not. You spend so much energy wallowing in indecision. It stops you from executing in life. So even if you don't know your burning desire, that's okay. You want to make quicker decisions now. That'll be something that moves you forward so much quicker. And then you will make mistakes. But if you stay in the growth mindset and learn from them, you'll be so much better off. Now, if you're someone who has a burning desire, who's like, Amira, I want to make 100K this year. Amira, I want to make 300K this year. Amira, I want to make a million dollars this year. Amira, I want to have a lit up relationship. I'm so tired of being stuck here. I want to feel amazing in my body. I want it all. Okay. If you have a burning desire to have it all, to have the, the, the money goal success, then you need to start making decisions in favor of where you want to be and who you need to be. That person who's already done it. Okay. This is why it's so, so, so important Where you are now is based on your conditioned self-image from childhood and is driving how you see the world, but it's giving you your current results. It's not giving you the results that you want. Even if you've done a lot of work on this, your self-image is always determining your results. I'm constantly taking an honest look at my results. Am I achieving what I want to achieve right now? Not tomorrow, not next month, right now. Who would I need to be to achieve those results that I want? And I make immediate adjustments. Even if I thought yesterday, this is what was right, I'm like, nope, look at that. That's the lie. That's the lie I was telling myself. That was the story I was telling myself. I'll pick up the phone and I'll say, actually, this is what we're doing instead. I'm making the decision. I hold myself to that higher standard. I do not stand on ceremony. How do I do that? and do it so quickly, I really, really, really get honest about the results I'm getting. And I make a decision from where I want to be, not where I am now, even if I feel afraid. And there's a methodology for doing this. It's not complicated. Once you get the hang of it, but you do need to learn it and you need to be in the habit of using it. Otherwise you'll go back. That's why I create a, an accountability process with the creation playbook. We have a whole accountability program in the spirit of wealth because I know it's not one and done. I know that your subconscious programming is going to want to pull you off course the moment you're outside of a container that holds you accountable because you haven't yet built that habit. We need to build new habits, Took me years to build new habits. I'm shortcutting it for you. So this is not complicated, meaning it's not a lot of moving parts. It's not complicated, but it is difficult because you're so used to changing your mind quickly, not keeping your commitments to yourself, not staying in decision, meaning in a powerful place of decision for yourself, staying the course, continuing to up level to continuing to grow, keeping that, that big growth goal in your mind. You go off course so quickly. Ask me how I know I had to change this. So if you're someone who wants to change this, please book a consult and we can talk about the spirit of wealth. We have programs that are designed exactly to do this okay to both help you change quickly into someone who is being the person she knows she's capable of being stepping into her, her potential and someone who is actually getting the results in her life that she wants the financial results and the the life love health mental health results that she wants so that you never revert back to that old self image but keep growing it if you don't change your self image and you stay in indecision, always wondering how to make a decision or being someone who doesn't know what's right for her, you'll find yourself frustrated and in regret. Years pass like this. Lifetimes pass like this. Don't let that be you. So let's talk about another reason making decisions is hard. You don't have an updated, accurate decision process. The old process is based on safety, not getting hurt or losing love. It's based on pleasing others because you think your safety comes from other people. You think that if you please other people, you won't get hurt. Now, you know, intellectually, that is not true. Okay. You can be a people pleaser and still get hurt. And you think that pleasing people will mean that you won't lose love. Well, guess what? That's not true. That's just false. Now you're trying to please others with your decisions, but which others? Your father, your mother, your sister, your brother, your partner, your kids, your husband, your wife, your clients, your potential clients, your boss, your coworker, your co- the contractor on your team, your best friend, your lover, the stockholders in your company. All of that is huge. People-pleasing just doesn't work. From a decision-making perspective, from a place of being someone who lives in her truth and is not fear-driven, but is desire-driven, not someone who is always constantly wondering what other people think. If you are making decisions based on pleasing other people, you are constantly going to be in fear because you cannot please everyone. It's just impossible. You cannot please every other person everyone has different needs and desires. You cannot possibly please everyone in your life. And if you are basing your decisions on what other people want, will make other people happy, you will constantly keep yourself small and think about it. Who are you trying to make happy? There are so many other people to make happy. Is it your father? Is it your mother? Are they the voices in your head? Is it your sister? Is it your brother? Is it your partner? Is it your kids? Is it your husband? Your wife? Your clients? Your potential clients? Your boss? Your coworker? Your contractors? Your best friend? Your lover? Your stockholders? You, if you are constantly conforming to what other people want, you will constantly be keeping yourself small. Whose opinion counts the most? What if they have different opinions? This causes you to live in a constant state of fear. There's no way to please everyone else. You're not going to get what you want by pleasing other people. This is the big lie. If you choose to please other people, the big lie is if I choose to please other people, I'll be safe. I'll have love and I'll succeed. But that's a lie. That is not safety. Dependence on others is not safety. They can take their love, their attention away from you at a moment's notice. That is not safety. This is not love either. I will only love you if you please me. I will only love you if you do the things that I want you to do. I will only love you if you don't make decisions that are confronting to me. That's not love. That's a conditioned relationship. That is not love. And it is not success either. You are not making the most out of your one life and going out after your worthy goals, progressively growing yourself, becoming more. You are staying in a box of fear and conformity. It's the big lie. And you need to claim the truth of who you are one quick decision at a time. You must courageously decide in favor of what you want despite what the fear messages in your head are screaming. You must decide from the place you want to be, not from the place you have been or your current state. This often looks like investing and saying yes to bigger, bolder things that require both your time and your money. The two biggest resources that people are in scarcity thinking about time and money. But you must invest your time and you must invest your money. You must make decisions that call, you, that call you forward into more around time and money. But once you learn how to master time and money, you'll never be a slave to it again. This is so important. This is so important. This starts with making bigger, faster decisions around how you spend your time and how you spend your money. And it requires that you learn how to master time and money. Otherwise you'll always be a slave to them. They are resources for you to use, but you cannot be a slave to them and making decisions, bolder decisions around how you use your time and how you use your money is part of the methodology to mastering time and money. But you have to hold yourself to a higher standard. You have to hold yourself to higher and higher, quicker and quicker decisions. And you do that by changing your self-image and actually making the quicker decisions even before you're ready to. You make the decision before you're ready to. You never feel ready to. This forces you to work at a higher level. And guess what? You'll never go back which is pretty freaking fantastic. You'll never go back. You will always go forward unless you decide to go backwards. Don't quit on yourself. Make faster decisions. Continue to make faster decisions. Continue to go forward. Okay, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey there, my friend. Do you resonate with what you just heard? Then head over to our free resource page and get more of our good stuff, including our free Unstoppable Woman playbook and money breakthrough system. You'll find that and more at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and I'll see you in the next episode.